You are listening to episode 70 of the Playing Full Out podcast with Rita Hyland. Hello, I'm Rita Hyland, and you're about to discover what it means to position your business, career, and life to play full out. This show explores the way leaders just like you embrace and achieve their ambition without working harder or grinding it out any longer. So if you want to take your life, business, or career to a playing full out status and do so while being the happiest high performer in the room, then hang with me because this show shares everything you need to know using the best of neuroscience, transformational psychology, and a bit of spiritual wisdom to help you change fast, even when it's uncomfortable or scary, or you failed to do so in the past. All this so that you can enjoy more freedom and prosperity in your business and life. I'm happy you're here. Hey there, friends. I have a couple favorite times of the year, and I don't know about you, but right now as we kick off summer, whoo, are we all ready? School closings, graduations, Memorial Day celebrations, all these things, nice weather, right? Of course, hearing Tim Allen's soothing voice if you're in the Midwest on the radio as he advertises the sweet summer experiences of Pure Michigan. That's when I know it's time and it's beckoning. This year, the invitation seems to be louder as we transition out of the pandemic and we start to decide how we're going to come out of our shells. I recently heard on a podcast by Kelly Corrigan, something that I've been thinking about incessantly. She was interviewing a child psychologist and they were discussing that this is the summer of healing, the summer of healing, that you can't heal in the midst of a crisis. You ha- you can't process in the, cr- in the crisis. So right now, as we exit, we are beginning that process of healing. I believe, though they were referring to children, that we can also do that as adults. Let me explain to you how I'm going to encourage you to do that. Today, I'm discussing something I have not really talked about directly before, but without a doubt is the foundation to being able to do the work that gives to yourself and to others, that work that makes you come alive, doesn't even feel like work, and also what I'm discussing is how we can allow ourselves to really live a life that's truly guided by our own design. And it has everything to do with this one thing that is alignment. What on earth does that crazy word mean? Have you ever seen one of those buses, the double longs, the kind that are actually connected in the middle by an accordion? They have it that way so that from a physics point, it can actually make a turn, that it can actually bend and that it can all stay together. Otherwise, it wouldn't be able to stay intact. It would break in the center. Think of being the bus driver on that bus, like you are the bus driver of your life. That bus has to be aligned in order for you to move forward and not get hung up or stuck. In both cases, the bus turning and our life moving on the path takes alignment. And this is not philosophy. It's actually physics and science. But alignment in life, what is that? What does that mean? Right now, many of us have spent the last year and beyond, I would challenge, to drive a bus that maybe isn't really working for us. You can tell that it's been stuck. It's been, it's been exhausted. It's running on fumes. The indicator lights are flashing and the indicator lights are our messengers. They're our feelings. We know this by our feelings of being stressed or tired or anxious or exhausted or even depressed. And while we feel this 
we are also listening to all these other horns honk around us, right? It's messy and it's felt chaotic. And we know that this isn't the path because we're feeling lost. The same happens throughout life. We have these indicators, like I said, they are telling us that these things are off. We know it by the way it feels. But the first problem that we make in these conditions is that we decide to push harder when it's already not working. That idea of pushing harder is another of our culture's trainings. I mean, when you think about it, the worst thing that you can do when you're doing something that's not working or that when you think things are off or your things are going wrong is to push harder. In, in this analogy, if you're the bus driver of the double long bus, you don't push harder and go faster. You actually slow it way down, don't you? You look out all the windows, you check out the mirrors that are available, and you straighten out what is not aligned. You know, it's actually what's coming to mind is reminding me of my husband when, you know, something's not going in together and then he pushes harder and it snaps. That is often <laughs> too often what happens. Yes, I see that too often in my household. But we do that. That's a metaphor. We do that in life all the time. We've been trained to do that. If it's if it doesn't work this way, just push it harder, jam it in more. That is not the way to go about it. Your first takeaway, we mustn't push harder when something isn't working. Slow it down. Today, I'm going to share my perspective on getting aligned with yourself, why it's important, what I'm seeing in droves right now from those in mid-career who've been driven to excel and achieve and why they're feeling lost, how you can course correct if this is you, and how to get back on center, as I like to call it. I'm also going to share a simple technique to help you get back on track. It's not just meant to be used today if you're off. It's every single day because I'm guaranteeing what I share with you is something you probably haven't considered before. And it may be why you have those moments of feeling a rub, like ugh, irritable, that something's not in flow. A lot of times people come to me to talk to me because something is off. They can't put their finger on what it is, but they're noticing they're irritable in their relationships. Maybe they're feeling more drained by work. Sometimes they're even depressed. Sometimes they're just questioning, I don't know where I'm going now. Now, why they're confused is that nothing in particular has changed in their world. They're usually saying, I'm fine. Things are fine. I'm just not happy. And for reasons that I can't completely understand, maybe they will say, I don't know where to go. My work and the pressure and pace of my personal life and my activities has me feeling like I'm not intact and I'm not on purpose. I feel like I'm drifting, but I'm maybe drifting at 100 miles per hour. Have you ever felt like this? One minute you're questioning, should I go work to build more business or increase my billable hours or race for that next title, earn more. And then in another moment, you're having a question of why I get all of this. We've all done things that we have been trained by our culture to do. We worked hard. We created traditional forms of success. But then what's happened is for many people that promise never paid off. 
That promise being that once we're successful, we'll experience happiness. And that's why they're confused. The idea has been sold for so long, along with a lot of others. And that is what creates the dual realities, why we're asking two different questions. We're operating from our indoctrinated cultural self and our true self. When we feel any of the feelings I've just described, it's because we're straddling these two different realities, cultures and our own. And I know this very well because for years I did all of those things to accomplish, achieve, and push and please and perform to be validated by others, which I thought would make me happy. I recall one of the first moments when I started to realize that I was almost like in a Truman Show experience. And it happened back in college. I was running at the end of my senior year for a leadership position, which would serve for an additional three years after I graduated at my college. I was running in an all-wide campus election. And I recall being on the phone telling my father one day that I was going to do this. And I remember hearing him say or ask me why. And he sort of inferred that it wasn't the greatest idea. And I actually felt like a boulder hit me in that moment because I had A, never asked myself why I was doing it or anything in my life for that matter until that moment. And the second reason I was floored is because the first answer that came to my mind in that moment was, I'm doing it for him. And he doesn't even want me to do it. This is insanity. And It was, and it happens all of the time. I'd like to say that was the last time that I performed from my indoctrinated self, from my cultural training, and in that effort to get validated from the external, to accomplish as a means to my worthiness, to have and think that I was going to have more happiness when I got successful. It's very easy to get off purpose because we're trained by our culture to do things in a certain way to experience success. Then... We, as humans who want to be in community, we want to be loved and accepted, and we completely forget our personal truth code, as I would say, on our way to experiencing the life that we desire. My visual is like when you're walking a toddler and they start running off the sidewalk and you have to grab their hand and gently move them back to the sidewalk. That's that's like us. We have to, when we get off center, we have to come back to follow our own personal truth. We have to be in alignment with ourselves. We have to be in integrity with ourselves, not in the moral kind of integrity, but the integrity where we are aligned with our own truth, our personal, mental, physical, emotional stuff intact so that the bus can turn, right? We have to get back to our center. So how do you do that? The best way to start is to do a scan. If you're feeling sad, irritable, exhausted, relationships are frustrating, or you're anxious. It's a messenger that you are out of alignment and you need to unlock your own personal truth code. In short, you're going to know it by the way it feels. In part, it's like a question that I've asked myself, where am I lying to myself? Where am I following someone else's code for success and I need to use my own? Am I just choosing to you know, go for the next billable hours or earn the more income or become the next title, take on the next killer assignment. Those are all the things that I hear people seeking because they think 
that indoctrinated cultural self has trained them that more is better when those are the exact things that are causing them a great deal of pain. The first step is to answer this tough question, but do it honestly. It's always the best policy. What am I lying to myself about? Here's the thing, and this is what happens. We don't realize that there are even these two highways, these two realities that are competing. We have in one moment this drive to do all of these things and because we think that's what we're supposed to. That's one path. But then we have this other path and we'll hear like, I would like to just enjoy this part of me. These are the things that really support and give me joy. Let me explain this. There are two realities. There is the indoctrinated self. There is the true self. These two are not the same. And the rub, the anxious, frenetic, sometimes lost feelings that we get at times, and for some it's been decades that they've been on this path, is that we have to wait sometimes for a lot of pain and discomfort to get really loud until we realize that we are on the wrong one. We usually don't know how to recover once we get our, and find that we've been on a different one, on the indoctrinated self as opposed to the trained self. I was talking to a woman last week. Her name's Jane. And Jane told me that she feels lost. She's exhausted. She's sad. She's frustrated. She doesn't know which direction to go with her business, even without, she's just feeling purposeless, let's say. And it isn't for being without accomplishment. She has spent her lifetime doing that. She's spent years being successful and many roles across a lot of different industries. She graduated from a prestigious university. Then she went on to get her MBA from another one. She's been a leader in a ton of organizations. Two years ago, when she was diagnosed with Hashimoto's disease, that's what's when it's translated in Japanese, it literally means dying by stress. She knew that she was off course and not in alignment with her true self, with her true path, despite her beautiful family, her amazing husband, her sizable paycheck, her lovely home. And in addition, her colleagues shared with her that they recently felt that she wasn't handling challenges at work so well, that she was getting irritable and more impatient. And she was floored, but she was also upset with herself. And when she called me, she said she wanted to find the work that makes a difference for her that she enjoys, not just what she's good at or been trained for and has done because she couldn't get off the indoctrinated self-path for so long. Now, then her left brain leader that she's always been suggested to me that we get started on some really tactical things like coming up with a list of possible career paths, writing a resume. And I noticed that my head started to ache and my eyes started to squint up, which always means that we're off path, we're off course, we're not headed in the right direction. So I asked her, Jane, when you think about making a list of career options and writing your resume, do you feel relaxed? I knew the answer because I'd been watching her. She was tense, she was contracted, and she said, absolutely not, immediately. And what I know, and that I've learned also the hard way, so now I can help others return to their own path more quickly and with less pain, is that the reason she was feeling lost is because she's straddling these two realities. In one hand, she wants to, you know, find fulfilling work and go at the pace and do what she loves and listen to herself and have the boundaries and, and standards that she really respects and values honestly for herself. 
But here's the thing, culture and her own true path, they aren't going to intersect. There is no way. They're not headed in the right direction. They're not in the same alignment. What I'm saying is that when we're off and feeling lost or unhappy or unsatisfied, it's because we're following society's training and indoctrination to go faster, harder, push, drive, the doer experience, and we're not following our true self. I learned long ago that disconnection from what ourself is what actually causes depression. I'm not saying that there isn't also a medical condition, but a lot of times what we know is that heart attacks and high blood pressure and, and, and stress, they are absolutely, and science has proven that, causing an internal breakage, a dis-ease, if you will. As the bus driver of your bus, never allow culture's training to take over the wheel. Never allow others' indoctrination or validation be what chooses your right action. I really think of this a lot like the Truman Show, which I did happen to see recently for reasons because we were close to where it had been filmed. And it's at the end, he's never known that there was another reality. Whether you've known there's two realities and you've not known how to get onto the, you know, you've been in one, let's say you are aware there's yours and you just don't know how to get off that highway. There's the, the indoctrinated one that you've always been on where you've listened to what you think you're supposed to and just keep chugging where you're like, I need to be the next, you know, highest biller. I need to do this to achieve. Or let's say you didn't even know and you're like Truman and you wake up and you're like, oh my gosh, there is a second highway. And that highway is my 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 true self. I didn't know years ago that there was even a second highway. When I, when I got open to the new reality, I was floored. What do you mean I can make decisions based upon what I, I enjoy? Here's how to get back onto your true path and stay committed. It's the easiest one step. Ask yourself the question when you think of taking that next action that you're going to take. Does it cause even a slight bit of relaxation? Because that's your body's sign that it's true for you. Now you might say, Rita, we can't go around just doing everything that feels good to us. I'd like to lay in the Bahamas with a fruity drink for weeks on a beach. I'd actually challenge that. I think after two or three or four weeks, you'd be bored. I don't believe that's what you would do. So once you listen, and maybe you need to do exactly that, maybe you need to give yourself a break so that you can actually hear and align with how to get back on your personal truth. And maybe that's what this whole summer is about. That's the summer of healing. When you stop hustling to perform and instead begin with the question of what does my true self want? It may take some time to hear it because your true self has been ignored or been sitting in the corner for so long. You're going to be amazed though once you do how clear and easy the decisions are. When I asked Jane to simply respond to me with the first thing that came to her mind when I asked my next question, she did. I said, what's it that your true self needs right now? Her answer, very fast, I need a sabbatical. I need a break. Jane had been working since she was 14 years old in a slew of jobs that she told me about. She hadn't remembered the last time that she'd taken a break. Her list, like yours, was long. She's got children, she's got the parents in homes. To get yourself back as the bus driver of a double long bus, align with what your true self has to say. You'll know it by the way it feels. Does your body relax? Do your shoulders release? Does your 
volume, vibration, quiet. Understand that calm is strong. When you're in the hustle, when you're sprinting, it's a guarantee that you're on someone else's superhighway, not your own. Sometimes, however, when you finally hit upon your true self, be aware that very quickly your indoctrinated self-talk is going to start chattering. Are you absolutely sure you can't follow through on your own self-guidance? That's what you need to ask because many will start talking themselves out of it. And then when we get back to continually having and asking the true self, if it was arguing on behalf of itself, the answers and ideas it would have, you're amazed at the guidance it provides and the reality that it can create. When I begin my work with my clients, one of the first things I say is, is this is about your truth, not my truth or anybody else's truth. We're here to unlock yours because it's been riddled up on a highway and a bunch of traffic with other people. Be aware that society has given us a broken, backwards approach. And no matter how hard you push a broken model, it's not going to end well. Traditional success will not bring you happiness. You can just look at all of the traditionally successful people out there, the broken celebrities, Olympians, business leaders, wealthy. They're all evidence that you don't race to an elusive there and think that that's going to bring you happiness. Your call to action this week and perhaps this summer is to slow down. Question if what you're doing, you must do. And ask yourself, is this my indoctrinated self? Or is this my true self? Notice how you feel. The first is going to make you feel contracted and rushed and pressured. The second, your true self is going to make you feel calm. Your calm is strong. Decide that PP, that's short for post-pandemic, I just made it up, is when your life changes, when you heal, when you start operating from your new reality, your own reality. And may you spend your summer asking yourself the simple question, is this true for me? Is this my truth? And then follow your answer. It's very simple. You'll know if you're caught up in someone else's or if it's your own. And the surest way to get yourself aligned, to get your bus back aligned and return to your own true path is by asking, am I following my own truth or am I being a hustler? I hope this was helpful to you and maybe even spoke to your true self. Even more, I really deeply hope that if you haven't been aligned with your true self for some time, that you spend more time doing so this summer. Have yourself a summer of healing and alignment and enjoy what relaxes you and make your decisions accordingly. You will be back on your path shortly. We all will. Bye-bye for now. Thank you for being with me today. By you listening to this, it tells me you're interested in growing yourself and likely not just for yourself, but to positively influence others as well. If you enjoyed this podcast, go ahead and share this with your friends and colleagues. When leaders like you grow yourself and then grow others, we all are positively impacted. If you have questions, I'm here to answer them and may even use them in our upcoming podcasts. Go ahead. You can send those questions to Breakthrough at RitaHighland.com. Remember, a half version of you is not enough. The world needs the full version of you at play. I look forward to seeing you on our next podcast. 